Hello and welcome to episode number one of the Nikki and Picky podcast. My name is Picky and uh, today we're going to find out why I'm called Picky. Here is my co-host Nikki. Hello. There she is. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> do you want to tell people why I'm called Picky? Like why I'm known as being Picky? Because that's not my real name, let's just put that out there. Uh, so if you want to tell people why I'm called Picky, they might like to know. Well, I think they can guess. They're called Picky. You're called Picky because you are Picky. Uh particular when it comes to food but not just when it comes to food but particularly yeah. when it not comes just to food. food yeah i'm picky about a lot of yes. things but food is the big one you know i hate uh, certain foods i hate the, the taste the texture the smell of certain foods and uh, they, they really they really upset me a lot you know they cause me distress <laughs> in life <laughs> and uh, it's, uh and you it's, don't like to try new things I, I yeah that's right i'm not very adventurous you know unlike yourself you so from what i understand of knowing you you don't like picky eaters right okay so, it's, it's not that i don't like them it's it's not that i think you're a picky eater you're a horrible person i mean obviously you and i are friends right so it's not like i don't like them but i just i am the opposite of a picky eater i'm a very adventurous eater i love trying new foods when i cook i love to experiment i'm the kind of person that will try a recipe and think oh this is amazing what can i do to make it different so i really really enjoy trying new things and trying new foods and going to restaurants and um trying new things on the menu and it's it's a little bit it's it's a little difficult when I have a friend who is picky because, you know, if I try some new baking experiment and I'm looking for people to try it and that person's like, oh nope, I don't want to try it. I'm like, oh okay, well okay, that's fine I guess. And then when you go to a restaurant, if I'm very excited about trying a new restaurant because there's all a whole bunch of interesting things on the menu. I want to go with someone who wants to try them and who wants to you know oh, what should we order? Let's share this. It sounds exciting. Whatever. So when I go. With someone who's just like, oh, no, I don't want any of that. I just want to get something plain. It's a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, I know, all. but why? Because like, it could all be about the experience, why? you know. Like, I want a plain cheeseburger. That's fine. But I might like the place. They might play nice music. They might have nice uh, nice scenery. Um, You know, just getting out of the house and going to a restaurant is nice, you know. So I understand what you're saying. But I think to leave out all your picky friends just because you're like, well, I don't want to go to that place with them because I want to try everything on the menu. And they're going to be like, mm, I'm going to pass. Like, I don't think that's really fair, you know, because they might like the... See, I do. And I think... And I feel like that attitude is what isn't fair. So for someone who is picky and has sort of a, a more difficult time finding things they like to eat or they have to make a lot of modifications to menu items, um, you know, some modifications are obviously are expected, but when there's a lot of, okay, I don't want any of this, I don't want this, can we substitute this? When someone has to do that, to me, I kind of feel like, well, what was the point of coming to this restaurant? Well, we should have just gone somewhere where you know you already enjoy the food, particularly because those types of people often don't want to try anything new necessarily. So I'm not saying I can't hang out with them and we can't go out to dinner or you know have meals together. I'm just saying that when I want to just get together with a friend, when I want to just you know catch up with them or spend some time with them, I think we should choose a restaurant where they know they're comfortable with the food and they know they know what they want to order and there's no sort of surprises or you know we're not going to get to the restaurant and have them look over the menu and be like, oh, none of this looks good to me. I think we should save those times when we're together for restaurants they're familiar with. And then when I want to go to a brand new restaurant where I think, oh my gosh, this menu looks amazing. I want to try all of these different things. And, you know, I don't know what this is. I've never had this before. I want to try it. I want to go with someone who also wants that same experience because then we can order 
you know, multiple things and share them. So if I can't do that with someone, if I'm just going to have to pick my own food and just, you know, that's going to limit what I can try. And it's not as much of a fun experience for me. I would rather go somewhere where, you know, we can just kind of focus on catching up and all of those things. And the, the food itself isn't the experience. Do you genuinely order multiple plates of things though? Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. I have several friends. You say, can I have this, 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 and this, and this, and then they come out with this big massive tray of like well, <laughs> loads of items, <laughs> like it's some kind of a comedy I show. Mean, and I don't you're really like know sitting what you're there, you you know? No, no. I mean, I, I guess because you haven't done this, this seems like wild and outrageous to you. But what <laughs> yes, I'm talking about yes. is I'll go with a friend. And so we go to these restaurants and let's say they have, you know, a bunch of things you can choose for a starter. Maybe they have some salads. Then they have the main courses and then there's dessert. So frequently when I go with friends, I we might say, okay, um, three of these starters sound good, but, you know, obviously we can't order three, but maybe we can, well, and, you know, sometimes we will if they're small because a lot of times some of these restaurants we're going to, they're not serving enormous portions. Oh, I know, because they're, they're massively ripping people off sometimes, you know, we're going to charge you 12 bucks for this and it's, uh, you know. Yeah, like there's nothing on the plate, and you're like, wait a minute, what am I, what am I paying for? Oh, it's uh, it's called the air for a reason, you know. Oh, uh, very okay. good, thank you very much. All right, Cheers. settle down, settle down. <laughs> so, I'm saying, however, that a lot of these restaurants that I go to, it's not, it's they're not the kind of places where you're going because you're going to get a ton of food for your money. You're going because you want to try this sort of new or you know interesting food, or you know just you know the the chef is really good and you want to try their take on it. So. You can often order, let's say, three appetizers or starters, and my friend and I will share them. You know, if it's if it's just two, sometimes there's more people, but, you know, if let's just say it's two people, we'll think, okay, let's get these three because, you know, we'll ask, of course. We'll always say, like, well, how big is this or is this too much food? But we say, okay, we'll get these three starters. Um, we'll so you, kind of make I, a bit of a... Yeah, but just there where you're talking about starters, right? Let's be honest. You and I are very different when it comes to our eating out experiences. You're the kind of person who probably goes to a place where you buy three starters and they're $10 each. Whereas I'm the kind of person who goes to a place where it's like three for a tenner, you know? So that's that's probably the difference between you and I when it comes to this. I mean, I will say as a side note, I've had this conversation with several of the friends that I'm thinking of when I'm kind of describing this meal, um, where we talk about how... It's always sort of been where we're willing to spend more on food out when we go out just because we enjoy exactly what I'm saying. Like to me, it's an experience of trying new food. It's more than just, you know, having a meal. It's the whole experience. But also at some point during the pandemic or, you know, when things open up again, it's like all limits just disappeared. Where now we're just sort of like we we're so into going out and spending this time together trying food that we generally I mean, you know, we're not just like throwing away money, but we have a much higher tolerance for high prices if we think like, oh, this is going to be something new and interesting to try. So you're absolutely right. Like, I mean, I would even say $10 for a starter at most of the restaurants we go to is on the on the very low side. I mean, I don't know if I'd go up to like $30, but um, a $10 starter would be something we wouldn't even blink at. Like, not at all. I know. Because we're so used me, to it. And it's one of those things and I really I'm in California. About where it's more expensive. I spend a lot of time in the California Bay Area where it's even more expensive. So there's there's 
definitely, I'm sure, a wide discrepancy between what you're, what's normal for you and what's normal for me. But yeah. to continue, um, so yeah, so we might get three starters and share them. We might kind of make a group decision about our main courses because we'll be like, oh, you know, I want to try this and this. And my friend will be like, oh, I want to try this and this. And so we'll say, okay, well, you order this and I'll order this and then we can share and, you know, or we can switch halfway or something like that. And then, you know, the same with the desserts. We might get more than that and we might get sides. So we're ordering, I mean... Again, we will always, in general, we will check with the server to say, is this too much food? Is this going to be a ridiculous amount of food or is this enough food? Because sometimes some of these restaurants you'll go and they'll be like, oh, these are all small plates. So that's actually not that much food. But so, you know, we'll have several different plates. And sometimes there are kind of a lot of plates to manage on the table. But that's part of the fun. That's what I mean. Like I love trying all these different things. I love what I'm eating to have kind of all of these different things I can dip into and try to and um, try. And so that's part of the fun. And so when you No, because other people who go to these restaurants do the same thing. Really? So yes. like a lot of people are, see, this is a very different world to me, right? And maybe some of our listeners, this idea that people are, you know, so well off enough that they're going out there regularly and ordering plates. of It seems like you're kings and queens and we are mere no. paupers. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I think though the type of restaurant, I mean, the type of food you normally eat, the type of places you go to are, are just entirely different than what I'm talking about. So there are a lot of places in California and I mean not just in California though all over the world of course but like where a lot of the the portions aren't very big and they're kind of designed where you'll share stuff or they assume you'll share stuff you know we go to a lot of small plates restaurants where specifically you know every they assume everything's going to be shared um, it's not you know there I also sometimes go to restaurants kind of probably more in line with what you're used to where you know you pretty much if you get an appetizer it's probably just one and it's probably like kind of a lot of stuff and but you mostly just get your own main meal and that's it you know I go to those yeah. restaurants too but what I'm saying specifically when I'm going out sort of for you know trying new food as an experience trying a new chef's food or not a new chef, but, you know, the chef's food at a restaurant that has gotten, you know, really great reviews. It's about trying a bunch of stuff. So, mm. and a lot of people are there for the same reason. Mm. Yeah. See, not my experience. So it wouldn't work. Plus, you know, being a picky eater, I, I, I tend to stick to what I know, what I like, and I'm going to just order, like, like you're saying, that thing that I know I want, you know. And I think most restaurants yeah. tailor to everybody, and you can buy things, and you can say, can I have that without this on it, and I just want that plain. And, and they're more than happy to, to make it for you in that regard. But, uh, yeah, I'm not adventurous enough to say, give me one of everything on the menu, and I want to try it all, because <laughs> that, to me, would just yeah. be a waste of money, because most of it I'm not going to eat, and it's just going to, you know, Well, I mean, we, again, that's why we check with the server to make sure that, you know, is this too much food? And so we do generally eat most of it. I, I also love leftovers, so I will take stuff home and I will always eat leftovers. Leftovers yeah. do not go to waste in my house. But so to the larger point, though, is that's why it's not that I want to necessarily exclude a picky eater. It's just I know that that's not something they're going to enjoy. It's sort of like, you know, if, if someone likes to go – uh, skydiving and you have a friend who doesn't want to go skydiving no one's like oh well you know you should still bring your friend who doesn't like to go skydiving skydiving because they might enjoy like the atmosphere no I mean the point oh, of going to this restaurant very... is to try a bunch of new stuff 
No, it's it, a very it, extremely it, weird example <laughs> to give as a as an opposite argument. I don't you know? think it is though, because that's what is. I'm saying. I'm saying the reason I'm going to the restaurant is to try new things and experience new things. So why would I take someone who doesn't want that experience? That's why I'm going. Because if it's just about spending have... time with the person, but why do they? They could still have I mean, one meal though. They could just order one thing. You can still enjoy ordering multiples with you. No, right? I can't because then I have to eat it all myself. That's okay, ridiculous. But there's no reason you couldn't go out with multiple friends, right? So you could go with one okay, friend that's different too. who no, enjoys that's fine. what you do and you can go with this other friend who's the picky eater and you and the other friend, you and the one friend who enjoys yeah, you know, ordering multiples that's fine. Can, can enjoy that and the picky eater can enjoy their meal and then you're all partaking in this, you know, and it's Yeah, that's totally something. fine. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so but I mean, we, you were specifically sort of taking issue with the fact that I said that, you know, I wouldn't really want to go with a picky eater and I was assuming in that scenario, it's just me and the picky eater. So if I go to a restaurant where the point, the reason why I'm going is because I want to try all of this new food or, you know, I want to see what the restaurant's like, there's no point in going with a picky eater because I cannot do that. I'm just going to be able to try one thing. And in that case, there are plenty of other restaurants I can go to where I'm like, okay, I already know, you know, what I want. I, you know, or I'll order something different, but I know they like a bunch of stuff there. So we'll just go to those restaurants. But then I'm sure even the picky I mean, that's all I'm saying. Ah, but I'm sure even the picky eater would like different things on that menu you know just not necessarily like um because when you're picky eater it's not necessarily that you don't like um certain foods it's just that you don't like things necessarily added to those foods so for example like a sauce that's on chicken you might just want the plain chicken you know um so there's no reason they couldn't take your order of you i want that i want to try that spicy saucy chickeny dish but could you split it so the half is plain chicken and half is with the sauce? Like, I'm sure there's no harm in that. I would no be mortified if someone did that. Why? Because why? Why, why not? Like, why? why would you do that? Well, like, why would you go to a restaurant and be like, oh, this, this, you know, they're like detailing all the stuff they do the chicken. You're like, okay, can I get that? But like without all the stuff? Like, <laughs> why the go stuff there then? to the chicken. Yeah, we beat yeah. it in the back before we... <laughs> Before we defeather it, we 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 uh, you know we waterboard it. All the delicious (laughs) things they do to prepare it. Let's say that way. But okay, so the other thing though is you're kind of acting as though the picky person is just like this this passive person in in my world of deciding who gets to go to what restaurants. If the picky person is like, hey, I want to try this restaurant. Will you go with me? I'll go, sure, because they decided. But I'm Uh saying if I decide there's this restaurant I want to go to because I want to try a bunch of stuff, I'm not going to ask the picky person. I'm going to ask them who allows me to try the most things i know i know but as the picky person in my life i i am the one that has to see it from the picky person's point of view you know so that's not yeah. weird that that's the situation i mean i guess i'm just saying that like you know if the picky person said oh i want to go there but i mean so the other side of it is i mean <laughs> okay so i feel like you're acting as though I mean, maybe you are. We've never, you know, like maybe you are super flexible and chill about going to a restaurant where, you know, you don't really know what food's there and, you know, you can just ask them to modify stuff. Maybe you are. But I feel like what often happens with picky people is you get to the restaurant and they're like, oh, like, oh, here's what happens you know, with a picky person, right? Before we've even got to the restaurant, we've checked the website, the menu, everything in there. We've we've already done all that. But sometimes the menu changes. Well, if the menu like, changes. Like that's happened to me on more than one occasion where right. the menu on the website was one thing and then we get there and it's different. But usually they have a set menu. 
No. Okay. So here's the other thing. I mean, again, the type of restaurants I'm talking to, uh, talking about, they frequently change their menu. What? So they'll have a menu on their website. Yeah. See, it's just a different world. This is a very different to. world because I can't. I mean, why would you do that? What would do we? What, what do they call this? Like random restaurant week or something? No. Or? They they they. Uh, so there are a lot of restaurants, and maybe they'll have some sort of key things on the menu that never change, right? But a lot of restaurants will sort of switch things up, kind of based on. You know, they'll have a new menu like every night and maybe there's like some key stuff that doesn't change that they're maybe known for, but they might introduce some new stuff or they might have seasonal menus where, you know, we could look at the website and see the menu and then two weeks later when we go, they've switched it to their fall menu or, you know, their winter menu or, you know, or maybe every yeah, night they whoa, change whoa, whoa, it based on whoa. the produce that they have. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get seasonal menus, but the menu, the seasons don't change every two weeks, you know. So seasonal well, menus again, make though, sense. See, no, no, no. So the other thing is, I mean, this is also sometimes we have to make reservations kind of far in advance for these restaurants. Because they're that or, popular? There are so many people wanting to get into these places with random menus? I mean, yes. Wow. I mean, a lot of the times the restaurants I'm going to are restaurants I've heard people talk about and say it's so good. So they're popular enough that it's sort of hard to get into them. It's just, It's just a whole different world than I think you're used to. Yeah. It, it, well, it sounds like it, without a doubt, yeah. Um, I don't know how I would fit into that world. I, if I'd, I I don't think I would fit into that world. I'd, I'd just kind of, I'd probably starve to death in that world. <laughs> well, know? no, there, there are, but the thing is, there are plenty of other restaurants. There are just some restaurants, or maybe, like, there's this restaurant my family and I love to go to. It's a sushi restaurant. You have to make a reservation, you know, like, a month or two in advance just to just to get a normal reservation time because wow. it's just that popular and you know it's it's not a big space and I was just looking for reservations and I I could get one at the end of November if I want a regular time if I want to go at nine at night I could go but I can't go at a normal time so I mean I, I think though there are plenty of other restaurants where you can go to where you know they kind of don't have that sort of demand you know, but so I'm just saying that I have been in situations where my picky friend has looked at the menu and, you know, and, you know, because I wouldn't I would never even decide on a restaurant unless I'd vetted it with my picky friend. So I would say, like, you know, have you looked at the menu? Are you sure you want to go here? And then they say yes. And then we get there and the menu's different than what they wanted, because also, you know, as you being a picky person, whatever menu you look at, especially for these types of restaurants, the odds are there aren't that many things you can eat on the menu. Right. It's not like when I look at a menu, I'm like, oh, I can eat most of this. But you're probably going, oh, that doesn't sound good to me. I wouldn't yeah. want to eat that. I don't want to eat that. OK, I could probably eat that, but modify it, blah, blah, blah. So even if even if the menu hasn't changed that much, it could be that the one thing you thought you could eat has been removed yeah. and replaced with something else. So I've had that happen where I get to the restaurant and the friend's like, oh, they don't have the thing I was going to order. Hmm. And I mean, you know, they're they're, you know, my I'm not saying you're assholes and you're going to be a jerk about it, but it's it's a little bit of a bummer when I'm excited for a restaurant and I realize that, oh, the person I'm with, they now kind of aren't into this food. And I feel a little bad, even though I, you know, okayed it with them and they looked at the menu. I still feel kind of bad because that's not what I want. Like, I don't want my friend to be like, great, now I got to spend money on this meal that I kind of am not really that into because, you know, like, it's just all of those different things. It's just not ideal. So mm -hmm. I would prefer to save those experiences for someone who I know could kind of roll with it if the menu changes. They could be like, ah, I don't know, this stuff looks good too. I'd like to save it for the people who really matter. Is that what you're saying? The people who would appreciate it. 
is I, the okay. way I would put okay. it. Okay, I guess, I guess. Uh, I just yes. made it kind of funny. But as a picky eater, you know, that's the world I live in. That's the world you live in. It's a very different world. And we're not just talking about restaurants, of course. You know, in my life in general, you know, I'm a picky eater. So when I'm buying, like, groceries as well, I have to make sure that I'm buying stuff that is uh, something I'm going to enjoy, something I'm going to like. I don't want to buy anything that is going to go to waste, you know. Um, yeah. But eating out is... I don't eat out a lot. And I guess one of the reasons is probably because of the fact that... Well, first of all, the cost. You know, I, I just... Sometimes I look at the cost of restaurant food and I'm like, oh wow, I I just I don't get that. But also the pickiness, I I'm always having to like make sure it's something I like, and I guess that's why I stick to things I know. So I'm more likely to go to a fast food restaurant and get a, something to eat than I am to go to a, a fancy restaurant or something to eat because I know in the yeah. the fast food restaurant I'm going to get what I like, I'm going to get what I enjoy. It's going to be consistent. The menu isn't changing every two weeks. You know, it's not going to be totally <laughs> different before I get there. And even mm. if I go with someone who isn't a picky eater there's going to be something on the menu they're going to eat and enjoy you know so yeah um i guess that's that's the reason uh, why they're more popular but yeah i mean it's an interesting debate and uh it's all good but i feel that this episode has been quite good so far is there anything else you want to add to this one or you feel we've kind of covered what we wanted to with the whole picky stuff um yeah i mean i think so i do think it would be interesting to sort of get in detail into the things you like and the things you don't like. Um, because one thing I've, I've expressed to you before is I think it's interesting. I feel like as an American, I have this idea of what picky eaters are like, and there's sort of a set of things they don't like, and they, you know, they usually don't like these things. And I feel like you're a picky eater, but you regularly will eat stuff that I'm like, what? You like that? I'm like, what? Yeah. So I think it's kind of interesting to sort of learn more about the Scottish brand of pickiness compared yeah. to the American brand. Yeah, I don't so know we if talk there's. About that. Yeah, I don't know if there's a difference just because we're in different parts of the world, but there could be. I mean, I, mean, I think so. Like haggis, for example, you like oh, haggis, I love and haggis. I think yeah. most most American most Americans maybe yeah. not even just the picky ones would be like, "What the hell?" No, I know, I, but you love I it. I love haggis. It's it's really scotch good. eggs, right? Don't you like scotch eggs? I love scotch eggs, which for anybody who doesn't know, it's just a boiled egg, usually wrapped in sausage, pork meat, and. Uh, r- r- um, done in breadcrumbs and deep fried, you know. but uh, And then yeah, describe what haggis is. Haggis, well, I don't really, to be honest, right, I don't really know much of what is in what? the haggis. No, so I, I, when I was a kid, right, when I was young, you know, like five, um, like five years old, I was in primary school, right? And um, it being Scottish, we obviously would learn a lot about, uh, you've probably heard of Robert Burns, you know, the, the Scottish poet, Yeah. So we would learn a lot about Scott yeah. uh, Robert Burns and, and poetry and we would celebrate his birthday and, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, as part of that, you know, we would have what we call haggis neeps and tatties, which is uh, a Scottish dish, you know, that you would generally have on his birthday. Um, but essentially at the age of five, this was kind of, I don't want to say forced upon us, but you were given it and you could try it. And for some reason, I just liked it. You know, I, I liked haggis. And um, I've never really thought about what's in it. I know the the basics of what's in it, you know, and what it's made of traditionally. What are the basics? Um, so basically, it, it's a it's a it's a pudding. The basics are like a sheep's uh, pluck, which is like the heart, liver, and lungs. Um, okay. And then you mince that up with onion and uh, oatmeal and spices and um, you know that kind of stuff. And then you you cook it, you know. Um, and normally when you think about that kind of stuff, like being a picky eater, right, if you said to me, Jane, like, for example, I hate liver, 
right? Um, right. I hate the smell of liver, right? I hate it all about it. If you sat a plate of liver down in front of me, I'm going to go, oh, blah, and I'm going to, you know, walk away. But there is liver usually in haggis, you know, mixed in there. Right. Um, and if you, again, if you put down, you know, sheep's lungs and you said, James, there you go, there's your dinner. I'm going to go, what is wrong with you? You, you, you psycho, you know, but it's mixed in there in the haggis and I eat it and it, it tastes great. So clearly these things I can eat when it's mixed with other stuff that makes it taste a particular way. But, um, yeah. yeah, I'm just saying that for that's a great example, I think, of scotch eggs and haggis are things that I think kind of the average American picky person would be like, oh my God, Well, never. scotch eggs, though, that's just sausage and egg. Why would picky eaters be against that? I don't th- I've never really met many picky eaters who don't like sausage and egg. I don't know, just... I don't know. I've just seen or heard people turn their nose about it just because of the idea that it's like an egg, a hard-boiled egg covered in sauce. I mean, it just it does. It's just unfamiliar, oh, and I think for a lot of picky people, that's kind of all so it takes. Lovely. I know, but they really should try it because it is really, really delicious. And you can eat it hot. You can eat it cold. Um, it's it's really nice. But you're right. I mean, the haggis thing for a lot of people. When I tell them I'm a picky eater, but I love haggis, they're like, "What? You like haggis?" But I guess that's what being a picky eater is about, you know. There are sometimes things you're going to eat that other people will be like, wow, I wouldn't have thought you'd like that. But yeah, I do, because that's got something different to it than the other stuff I don't like, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. It's hard to explain. But that's what I'm it's, saying. I just think it would be interesting to drill down into that and learn more about yeah. kind of the stuff you think is acceptable that surprised me. Yeah, well, another example, I guess, is marinara sauce. So when, like, marinara sauce is the basic pizza sauce that you get, you know, on pizzas. Generally, I don't mind sauce on a pizza, but if I'm going somewhere uh, where I can get it without sauce, I will get it without sauce because I'm not a huge fan, especially places where the sauce is kind of more than the cheese, you know, that kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. That kind of bugs me. So I'll, I'll get it without sauce if I can. But when I was in America one time, uh, one of the side dishes we'd ordered were was uh, mozzarella sticks, which came with marinara sauce. Marinara sauce, and I yeah. didn't know the at the standard time. standard accompaniment. Exactly, yeah, but I didn't know at the time that marinara sauce was the sauce that they put on pizza bases. I just, because, you know, you don't hear it called marinara sauce over here. Uh, it's just tomato sauce, you know, it's just a, a tomato sauce that goes on the pizza. So I didn't know what marinara sauce really was, but I decided just... As a one-off, I, I took one of the mozzarella sticks and I dipped it in the sauce just a wee tiny mm. bit and I took a wee bite just to try it. Um, and yeah, I liked it because it was just pizza sauce. And I was like, well, that's okay. I, I like pizza sauce. So it kind of worked. Now, I wouldn't say this was something I really enjoyed to the point where I was dipping every mozzarella stick I was eating right into it and getting it all proper covered up. But it was something I realized <laughs> I could eat. You know, I realized I could eat it. I could dip it. I could, if I had to, you know, I could do that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm impressed that you even tried it. Well, yeah, so am I, I guess. But as soon as somebody, I think it was the person I was with, you know, she said, well, it's just pizza sauce. And I was like, it's just pizza sauce. And she went, yeah. So I thought, oh, well, okay, I suppose I like sauce on pizza sometimes. So let's try that out. And, and I did, and it was fine. Um, but what I mean is I wouldn't eat, you know how it comes in a wee bowl when it comes as a side for dipping? I wouldn't yeah. get a spoon yeah. and just eat it. Do you know what I mean? Well, no. Whereas some people, no, I know, but some people would. So some people would be like, no, oh, I, I love sometimes. me some marinara sauce. I'm going to get me Not a spoon. Not with marinara sauce, but I do. 
I do yeah. sometimes take a spoon to the sauces. Yeah, exactly. Well, I wouldn't do that with this, but it was okay for dipping, you know, so, to sort of cover my mozzarella sticks in the, the sauce a little bit and, and then eat them. It was not too bad, but uh, yeah, I mean, maybe in a future episode we can explore the uh, differences between American and Scottish or, or British, uh, yeah. the idea that we're... And really we're learn more about haggis. I think we can talk more about and haggis. And learn a little bit more about haggis, yeah, and what, what haggis yeah. is all about, the history behind it, and uh, well, the, yeah. the traditions of, of how we eat in Scotland, and uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's a good idea, and I'm sure people listening would love to hear that too, you know, uh, especially if they are from somewhere in the world other than Scotland, they might like to hear a little bit about that sort of thing. Um, but anyway, I feel like... Uh, this is a, a good long enough episode for episode one, just to get us going, yeah. just to get us kind of out there, and hopefully whoever has listened start. to this has, uh, you know, enjoyed it. And um, yeah, episode two will be coming along at some point shortly. So if you haven't already done so, hit that subscribe button just to make sure that you don't miss out. And uh, I guess we'll let you all go and enjoy the rest of your days. But thank you very much for listening. We appreciate that. Thank you. And uh, yep. we hope you've enjoyed listening. Bye for now. Yep. Bye. <laughs>